You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Hello, I'm Toby Folger. <laughs> Hello, I am I am from Clayton Baptist Church. <laughs> it's supposed to say your name. <laughs> Mine, I'm Miles Alwadi. And, and we're from Cleveland Baptist Church. And, and we're from Cleveland Baptist Church. And we love Tim Talks. And we love Tim Talks. <laughs> and there's two of my new buddies, Toby and Miles. There you go, cousins. Yeah, what a couple of wing nuts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're great, guys. So Toby tells his dad, Dad, Grandpa took us to McDonald's and I ate 18 chicken McNuggets. <laughs> I think Toby, how old's Toby? Is he like nine, eight, nine? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So he's proud of that. So I walk into men's prayer breakfast at uh, uh, Cleveland Baptist Church and he says to his dad, Hey, who's that guy? He goes, that's that's the guy that does the slurp on Tim Talks. I said, I'll tell you who I am. I'm the guy that can eat 20 McNuggets, you little wimp. <laughs> He's like, I would eat them if I had them. <laughs> so that's Toby and then Miles' little cousin was Sam's son. Great kids, great kids. So thanks, guys, for starting us out this morning. Yes. We appreciate it very, very much. Absolutely. I'm a good Christian. I got saved when I was two. And <laughs> I want everybody to know that I'm saved. Hey, I still got a testimony to give you yet, so uh, whenever we get into it. Okay. Before before we do that, by special request, um, actually, Brother Doug Schweitzer, who's a dear friend from Cleveland Baptist, said, hey, I want to leave a review, but I'm not being able to find how to do that. Would you walk us through the process of how to leave a review and subscribe, all that kind of stuff, since you're the subscribe and review guy? Yeah. um, Part of our team. I am glad to do that. So... See, there are a lot of people who somehow stumble upon a podcast that are not necessarily technologically capable people. And, you know, some people, they're, uh, well, you know, my mom's able to navigate an iPod and, and, uh, you know, uh, an iPad and and get around to the reviews and and things like that. And she's 85. But so I understand that some of our (laughs) listeners just may not be up to the level of my 85 year old mother who calls her iPad and a a computer. Wait, I just got a text. You don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> if you hadn't said the guy's name, I, I wouldn't have been that mean. But uh, all right, no, seriously, um, if you're if you have an iPhone or iPad, uh, you basically uh, whenever you open up your podcast, when you choose our podcast, then a few. Uh, you know, podcasts are going to show up maybe unplayed or just downloaded. If you scroll down past them and then you'll see the ratings and there should be right underneath the rating, which right now says 5.0 out of 5.0. Yes. Whenever it says, and of course, now that I made fun of him, it's not going to say 5.0 anymore. (laughs) 4.8. 4.8. But you can tap 
to give a rating immediately. And so that, that does from you. And then just below the reviews, just below that, is uh, a little little uh, little script of write a review. So you just have to choose the podcast, scroll past the unlistened to podcast till you find the ratings, and, and it should all be right there. Awesome. And uh, please do that. It, it uh, yes. helps us. And, it does. Uh, it hey, does help hey, us. Hey, you sent me a notification the other day, and I posted it on my Instagram account and our Facebook. Yes, but, isn't um, that r- Refresh Refresh my memory. We in China. are number yeah. ninety-eight yeah. in China yeah. out of out yeah. of all Christianity podcasts. Now Man. I don't know how many Christianity podcasts are allowed in China, yeah. but yeah. we're number we're, we're number ninety-eight, and we had peaked, I think, at sixty-six. Sixty-six. Yeah. Yes. And then and then was another one at seventy-seven. Um, yeah, that was Kenya. What country was that? In oh, Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. Yeah. Kenya. Number yeah. seventy-seven. So. Yeah. Yeah. Brother Robert Mickey, thank you. We are you. worldwide. You for, we are international. That's it. We are the we are the number one non preaching <laughs> international comedy. Mostly comedy. Mostly comedy. Two guys goofing off. Non sermon. Uh, yeah. Two people from other sides of the border. Very little a Baptist uh, podcast. Very little Bible. The least content. information possible. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who we knew? are trendsetters. <laughs> We're on a bullet going to number one. Leg out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so my big announcement is, get ready. We are going to Israel, February Amen. 2024. And you're coming, right? You're going to bring a group with you. We are planning. We would yeah, like to. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, we need you to sign up now because we have room for 58 max. And what we'd like to do is if we get 50, we'd like to plan a second trip so the bus isn't completely packed full and you got a little breathing room. So if you'll go to alstone.ca, alstone.ca, if you're a pastor today listening and you would like to go, contact me. If you're planning on coming, contact me. Let me know. I've got some things that I want to send to you and help you. I'll be doing a promotional video here in the next few weeks and uh, let you be able to play that in your service in and some brochures. Yeah, you want to be in it? Oh, man, it'd be memorable. Yeah, I know. That'd be, be the one. I'll we'll be like, where's Waldo in the background photobombing? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yours will be going to China and Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Mine will go to the rest of the free world. <laughs> but yeah, we want you to come 11 day trip. And uh, we're going to go the first week of February. I think the first, the day that we travel is the is the uh, is it thirty first of uh, January? January thirty days of September, June, November. Yeah, thirty one, thirty first of January, um, uh, and to that first week of February, eleven days, and uh, it's it's going to be an awesome trip. I'm telling you, Amen. we're going to have a great time. We're looking at some new sites to go to, and uh, working with some new guides. So yeah, it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. So if you want to come along, get hold alstone.ca all the information is there for you and come along and be a part of that with us awesome all right that's all of our that's all of our commercial breaks for the day that's all of our money making ventures right there and there you today go. we're up to 25 cents all right pretty good <laughs> <laughs> i need a dollar for cream is there any way we can squeeze yeah, that into the go. budget for the double double <laughs> that's right all right okay kids getting saved 
yes. kids getting saved. Got a great testimony um, for you. So no, uh, in our Christian school, there was a young man who, when they were giving testimonies on getting saved, he gave this testimony. He said, now, this is the honest truth. Now, he was a he was a junior or a senior in high school, I think junior. And he said, I was three years old and I was in my high chair and my dad asked, his dad was a pastor, he said, my dad asked if anybody wanted to pray for the pray for the meal. And I said, me? And so they let me pray for the meal and I said, thank you for the food. Please save me. I'm so sorry. Amen. And so, you know, it's like he said, I open up my eyes and everybody around the table is just looking at me with their mouths open, just staring at me. He said, I got saved. I know I got saved. I remember it. Really? He said, yeah, at three. That's the youngest that I have ever heard anyone who... And he was the one saying, and here's the whole story, and I remember it clearly, and I've never doubted my salvation. So that's that is extremely unique. So. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, that's the youngest I've ever heard. I've had four. Yes. We had a lady in our church that got saved at four and she was absolutely assured of it. Her grandpa was a pastor, her dad was a deacon, and yeah, wow, that's incredible. Whew. Yeah, I may have been four because I know it was around my birthday in the end of August whenever I got saved. And so, I, I wow. in a way, I'm sort of glad that I don't know the date because it's mm. been a, I've been able to encourage many other people who are doubting their salvation who would right, say, I, right. I don't know the date. that, and, and I'd tell them, well, I don't know the date either. And to tell you the truth, yeah. I can't remember all of the exact words I said when I prayed. Right. But I know for sure that I accepted the Lord as my Savior. I put my trust in Him, and I got up off my knees saved. And and uh, I have never doubted that my confidence is in Jesus Christ and Him and in Him only. So, uh, you know, it, you, you can know for sure. Yeah. Um, I um, lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, all right. I think you're going to say you're you're phenomenal. You are an amazing individual. I've admired you all of my life. I think it was something like that. So that's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, no, that's that's not it. That's not it at all. Well, let me ask you this: what what and it lies in part with what you're saying. What do you tell someone who is struggling and questioning whether or not they got saved, the validity of validity of their salvation? What? uh, Yeah, you know. You basically, um, I go back to what did you do? What Mm -hmm. does the Bible say? Is this what you did? If not, then let's do it now. And Mm -hmm. because of that person, whether whether they may be, if they're 13 or 16, maybe when they're 35, they go, you know, I thought I wasn't saved whenever I was a teenager, but I did get saved. That's fine. You know, the Lord keeps the books. So, but whenever the Bible says that, uh, you know, God is greater than our heart, you know, the, the heart is telling you something, you know, you need to, you need to, be reflecting the scripture, be revealing what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And so, you know, sometimes it's uh, quite often, I think, I'd, children didn't don't know everything about heaven and hell and everything about salvation. And 
you know, when you think of all the aspects of regeneration and sanctification and redemption, and when you start Mm -hmm. breaking down and knowing that things and sometimes just being aware of, wow, hell is really bad. You know, as as a teenager, as an adult, whenever you start thinking of eternity, sometimes you get scared uh, as a person is maturing not just their spiritual mm-hmm. maturity, but their physical maturity as well. And they understand the, the how somber it is, how serious it is. And that's most most of the times what somebody's going through, I think. But man, I never want to take a chance to try to talk somebody into it that they're saved. It's what'd you do? What does God say? What are you trusting? Right. You know, are you trusting what God did or are you trusting did you really mean it? Because uh, there's nowhere in the Bible says that. Go ahead. Right. I, I, my thought was this. It came to me. Um, my father-in-law said this to my sister-in-law who struggled with her salvation. Uh, she said, I, I don't know what I believed. I don't know what I believed as a kid. He said, well, what do you believe now? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I believe that Jesus is our Savior, that he died on the cross. He says, well, it's what you believe now that's important. Yeah. It's not It's not necessarily the prayer that saves you. It's the faith in Christ Amen. and knowing that he's your Savior. So you may be struggling with that today. Well, I, I don't know the time or the date, or I don't know what I said, and did I pray enough, and did I cover all the basis? And so if you're struggling with it today, it's what you believe now. Do you believe Amen. that Christ died for your sins, that you're a sinner, you need to receive him as Savior? And you can say, God, I receive you. I did have a guy, um, he was he was in his midlife, and he came to me and he said, I, I don't know if I'm saved. I, I had a guy that dealt with me, and he was pressured me, and I, I don't know that I you know, really accepted Christ for the right reason. What do I do? And so I went through, and I said, do you believe this? Yes, do you believe that? Yes. But he said, I just don't. I just don't have that peace and assurance. I said, well, let's do this. And I would recommend this for children as well. Uh, I said, well, let's pray and ask the Lord to give you that assurance. And if if there was a point where you did not really believe or you didn't know, let's go ahead and call on Christ to save you right now. And I believe the Lord will let you know. He'll confirm one of those times in your life. Not that Amen. you're, you know, turning against your salvation or whatever, but you want to be sure. And we prayed, Lord, uh, his name was Jim. I said, uh, help Jim. He doesn't He doesn't remember. He doesn't have that peace. And I pray that you give him that. And and he prayed the same thing. And then I said, okay, Jim, why don't you go ahead and just ask the Lord to save you if you're not already saved? And he did. And uh, several years later, he said, you know, Pastor, when we prayed together and I asked Christ to save me, that's when I got saved. Amen. I know that's the time I got saved. So Amen. I gave him that assurance. And I thought, that, you know, that's a safe, easy way to do it and um, give that assurance. Sometimes people just need assurance. And I, I don't know many Christians, and I think you alluded to this on Monday, that almost all of us at some point question our salvation now, because the devil attacks that. You didn't say the mm-hmm. right things. You, you didn't have the right heart, you know, all that. Not everybody, but a good number of people do have oh, a question yes. of their salvation. I, I think so the majority of people do. Yeah, yeah. So it's good It's good to go through that. And I think, you know, the older you are, the less likely you are to have that. But that doesn't mean you won't because mm-hmm. I've had adults. I, I just don't know. Was I right? It's, it's good to get that assurance of salvation for sure. Yeah. Uh, one other aspect, whenever you're dealing with children, I, I try to make sure that they do the talking. Mm-hmm. I want to... I think it's very important that you know what's in their heart and what's in their mind. Uh, you know, whenever I was a child, I spake as a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, you and I have not done that yet, but um, yes, no. whenever we're dealing with children, 
you know, you want to know what that child is thinking. So, you know, I, I mainly just ask. I don't just talk and lecture. I let mm-hmm. them do the talking and let them do the answering and, you know, not open-ended questions, not necessarily something that can be answered with a yes or a no, something that needs to be explained. And, uh, you know, basically my goal is that any child that I'm dealing with I want them to be able to explain the gospel to me well enough that I could get saved if I wasn't saved. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's my goal, uh, that t- to know that they understand so well. And, of course, they don't need to know a million different, you know, uh, uh, extras, but they they certainly can know, and, and they, they ought to be able to. You need to know what they're thinking instead of just giving them a lecture and saying, here's, do you want to do this? I um, I want to tell you that one of the greatest things I learned, I think, in dealing with children through the SMITE program there in Cleveland was when you deal with a child, and we've talked about this before, you need to get on their level. Mm-hmm. Now, for most of us, we we get down on one knee. Um, you're able to look them eye to eye. Just I, on a I have them plane. sit on the floor, and then I climb up on a chair. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not that drastic. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, no, you get down on one knee, you look them in the eye, you don't tower over them. Um, you're a Sunday school teacher, you know, they're sitting in a chair, you're sitting in a chair, whatever. Um, I, I thought that was really good advice. And I've tried to do that even just talking to children in general, just to, you know, it, it's it's daunting sometimes to have this, you know, presence in front of you. Get down where they're at, you know, speak to them kindly. Uh, take your time, you know, allow them oh, to yes. ask questions. And with kids, I mean, sometimes you got to sort through why they came. And that's a good question. You know, if they're coming in Sunday school or church, why did you come forward this morning? Um, I, I wanted a pony. You know, I had a kid tell me one time, I wanted a free pony or something. I don't know where <laughs> they got that from, but something like that. And so you want to make sure I, I've come to get saved. Um, you know, give them kind of a little pre, you know, preemptive uh, questioning. Uh, just to make sure that they understand. And and I think this is important. If a child comes and they don't get saved, they don't understand, I tell them, you know what, it's awesome that you came today, but you're not saved yet. You yes. keep coming. Yes. Keep coming to Sunday school. Keep coming to the Bible club, whatever it is. You keep coming and listening. You're very close, but you're not saved yet. Don't give a child a false impression that they are saved when they aren't. You can be honest with them and let them know that. And I've seen kids come back a couple days later and receive Christ and get it and have it. And I've seen them come back years later Mm -hmm. and get it. So I think that's important. You didn't get saved today, but you can get saved anytime you want to. Yep. Right, 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 right. Awesome. You know, on on the opposite side of that is also as you're dealing with a child, many people are afraid to tell the child that he's saved. Um and which I don't understand, you know, because it's almost like, well, we can't know their heart, we can't look inside, but but you've given these verses that if thou shalt call upon the name of the Lord, thou shalt be saved. Did you mm-hmm. call? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you're saved, kid. It's, it's, it's built for assurance, you know. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. call? Then according to God, are you saved? Yes. It's just, uh, I think sometimes we, we're so ambiguous. We're clear about many things and dealing with the child. And then once the child makes the decision, 
instead of giving confirmation through Scripture, not our opinion, but you, you give that assurance now, now according to the Bible. We never want them to stop you know, uh, trusting the Bible. It's according to the Bible. What tells you that you're going to go to heaven? Who says? Is anybody smarter than God? Is anybody smarter than the Bible? And, and you, you, you have that opportunity to get that foundation in. God says, and, and sometimes as we're dealing with children, and we know that they may be attending another church, and I've said, well, what if you go and your, your priest says one day, oh, that's not how you get to heaven. Are you going anyway? Yeah, because who said so? The God, yes. Where'd you see it? In the Bible. Yeah, is God going to lie? No. You know, so emphasizing the fact of you are saved. You did what God says. Now you are saved. So mm -hmm. build their confidence in the Word of God. I love it. I love it. We'll see you there. Come back. I got some questions for you for Friday, and we'll go through that. Uh, number seven, seven. Seven. Awesome. I'll have something special for you. Get ready. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that great, great explanation. And uh, if you have a child who's asking questions, don't be afraid to, to talk to them about the things of the Lord. Let them know Christ. And if you're not sure, have your pastor, a Sunday school teacher, another church member, a friend, uh, talk to them. And uh, you can sit there and listen, or you can uh, be the one that would ask the questions later, whatever. But don't be afraid. Tell children about Jesus Christ. They're They're... They're eager to know. And uh, the other day when Harrison said, Poppy, I just love Jesus. I said, why do you love Jesus, Harrison? He died for our sins at three, year, three years of age. Four, four, sorry, four years of age. He, he's understanding the main concepts. Yep. And I believe we'll probably trust Christ very early on in his, in his life. So that's exciting. Good, good Amen. stuff. Amen. It awesome. sure is. I, I remember the day that I got saved. Of course, not the date, but I, I knew... Jesus died for everybody. I knew that everyone was a, was a sinner. That day, it was just a shock of shocks. <gasps> I'm a sinner. It, you, I mean, it finally, it, you know, I'm a sinner. Jesus died yeah. for my sins. It, yeah. Man, I just took a few steps forward, kneeled yeah. down, and my dad stopped leading the invitation hymn and came on down and led me to Christ. So, uh, man, what Amen. a day. Build that foundation. There's nothing better than seeing your kids saved yeah. and then your grandkids saved. Amen. Amen. I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas and I'm representing the Canadian Gospel Project. We just got this past week a gift of $10,000. Amen. Over, 10 grand. Amen. And uh, those that gave said, we're hoping to send another ten dollars or $15,000 uh, in the next few weeks. So that's great. We're working towards that um, that goal of uh, $350,000 U.S. for next year or um, $450,000 Canadian uh, to do all of Quebec and New Brunswick. That would do half. That would do half of what we're going to try and do, $1 million, and then another million, and, or $2 million, sorry, $2 million, then another $2 million, and we're done our nation wow. and working towards the American Gospel Project where things are really starting to pick up. So Amen. Uh, great things are happening through uh the BPS Canada and the Canadian Gospel Project, American Gospel Project. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. And as we mentioned this morning, uh, well, at the beginning of the podcast, give us a rating or review and uh, try to walk you through it. Hope that that is helpful. And uh, we do ask that you'd uh, make sure that you subscribe that way on whatever device that you listen to us, uh, it uh, downloads automatically. 
Amen. This is Tim Talks. We hope you have a great day. Eh? We'll be back with you on Friday for 777. Can you believe that? 777 podcasts. Can't believe it. That's incredible. When I tell people we've done that many, they're like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we've done them all, and uh, it's been awesome. Thank you for listening. I think Thank we've only had two arguments. It's um, pretty good. On air. <laughs> on air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send the video of me pummeling you one day <laughs> so <people> can see. <laughs> it's been pretty good. Once you started doing what I told you, everything was fine. That's all you had to do. <laughs> because sometimes, I want to say, my friend, sometimes you're a little bilious. That's right, bilious. Your word of the day. Do you know what you bilious to, means? You had to go look it up. I did. I'm looking up. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start looking up big Probably words for the day. Probably full of bile, I would think. Uh, well, it means angry. Yeah. Angry. Bilious. Yeah. yeah yep. There you go. So, okay. So your word of the day. All right. Next, we have to get back on our diets. <laughs> That's a little harder. <laughs> but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This is Tim Docs. You have a great day because this is the Tim Docs. And you've listened to it. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com. <laughs>